Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Babylon Pastor Podcast with your hosts, Michael and Rob. Hey guys, um, have you ever wanted to fit enormous topics into 30 minutes and still not understand what happened at the end of it? <laughs> this is the podcast for you. <laughs> what are we talking about this month, Rob? We're talking about um, the end of the world as we know it. No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't know. Eschatology, big word. What does That's eschatology mean, Michael? Uh, the study of in things. Is there a bigger definition you wanted? Or? No, that's, that's the definition. It, okay. it was really uh, less climactic than I thought it would be. But That's because, know, that's, that's let, let, me, that's right. let me say from the get-go, <laughs> I am sure of a lot of things. <laughs> Eschatology is one of those things. Like You guys, as you listen to this, uh, are going to realize that I'm pretty much just going to uh, read off a piece of paper, and uh, Rob's going to be the smart one through this entire podcast. <laughs> I'm so out of all the things, and I, I I don't feel like I'm probably alone in this. But out of all of the uh, theology that one can study, I would say that uh, eschatology is probably, uh, definitely not probably, definitely my weakest subject. Well, I I, I think that um, one of the reasons that that I and I've I've teased about um, that that we should do this multiple times uh, in the past, and it just never. It never was more than teasing, you know, more really, I guess. Um, but it, it is a good subject to to chat about because um, especially right now, because there are so many people who are um, at, at least folks within the Christian world who are um, our age-ish, who have been influenced by a lot of the Left Behind series, the movies yeah. from yep. back in the day, I, that kind of stuff. Might be scarred by that a bit. <laughs> so it, it's an important subject because now we have a whole church in America filled with people who are going, Oh, the blood moons, everybody's freaking out, you know, and looking for, um, man, just all these, uh, I, I mean, we're all, if, we're all looking at into it and going is, is this has got to be it. It's, he's going to come back soon. Right. Well, if you didn't, oh. if you at one point never sat through a, a video of John Hagee with a, a board on the stage going through some blood moons, I don't know if you ever lived. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, it actually uh, is frustrating <laughs> because because there, there is such an obsession with it that I think it, it distracts us from the mission that we're to be on. Um, because if, if Christ comes back, um, no matter your view that we'll get into throughout the you know, month, but no matter the view that you hold, when Christ comes back, if he comes back next weekend, awesome, right? But... Um, we have a job to do the rest of the week then. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and it's so distracting to, to just be all obsessive about this and all oh, what's going on in Israel today. And the, the stuff that you start to see people doing and, and become obsessive about it, it's not helpful <laughs> at all. Well, and I think really, I mean, what little bit, and I literally mean a little bit, I know about this. Uh, it, it affects a lot of how you, 
how, how your church, but also you personally live life as far as missionally, right? So if you think that uh, if your, esch- your eschatological view is, you know, uh, the, you know, it's something that's far off, then you're going to be very, you know, concentrated on, hey, what can I do now to teach my kids? What can I do now to affect society? What can I do now about, you know, bringing more people into the kingdom? Versus if like you're watching everything and you think it's next week, it's like, all right, ration, you know, we don't just sell everything and da da da, you know, we don't need to ration yeah. anything. Go out and, you know, I mean, yeah. sell all the stocks. Um, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of, uh, I mean, those are obviously extremes, but there's been people that, that have been part of movements or groups that are like, no, we're for sure. This is next week. So they literally quit their jobs. They sell everything. And I mean, that's again, an extreme, but your view on eschatology and the end things, um, it affects how you live and what you do and why you, why you do it. Um, and like you said, if it becomes obsessive, which it definitely, I think was an obsession for many people when we were growing up, um, it can be, uh, problematic in a couple senses. One, um, you, it can be detrimental to someone's faith. Honestly, if they've told over and over again that, no, it's definitely next week. No, no, it's definitely next year. Oh no, here's all the signs. And then that just keeps falling through and they're going to be eventually be like, well, you obviously know what you're talking about. And secondly, this is all hoo-ha anyway. And then, I mean, especially if they base a huge part of their religious beliefs and systems on that. Um, I've heard a lot of stories where uh, in movements in the past that that's happened, where they just jump from one movement to the other and eventually go, yeah, yeah, this is, this is all junk anyway. Forget it. Uh, yeah. So, so <clears throat> today, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about commonalities, correct? Before we jump yeah, into much. Because I think, so before we jump in and if, if you're um, if you knew this was coming, like you're somebody that I know, or that Michael knows, and you knew we were going to do this or whatever, you're going to be super disappointed today because we're not going to be getting into, <laughs> we're not going to be actually getting into any of the millennial views today in this episode. Just, just click, stop, come back next yeah, week. Yeah. Just, just wait all month and then take all of them in at once. Um, but uh, today, Honestly, I think one of the things that um, is super important is that we realize what uh, things all of the millennial views, all of the different eschatological views hold in common mm-hmm. um, and the kind of common ground stuff. Uh, because, man, without that, it, this is a topic that people get into that cause a lot of division. Um, and so it's really worth stating in the beginning that there are a lot of really smart, educated people, um, big names that you would know if you're in the church world, you listen to sermons, that kind of stuff. There are a lot of people who are premillennial in their thinking and have good reasons for it. Um, and there are as many uh, there are, are scholars who are just as wise, just as educated, just as studied, who are amillennial, and the same for postmillennialism. And, um, and these are all uh, men and or women who are 
more educated than I'm going to be. <laughs> I mean, probably ever. Right. So I, I think it's important for us to note that first of all, yeah. that, and, and some of these guys share stages at conferences together. They get along. It's not like, Oh, you're not a Christian. Right. Which yeah. is sometimes our tendency in the church, you know, I, I think it, so just doing the very surface level, looking at this that I've done, it seems to be, it used to be a very divisive issue so much so that like people would leave churches. Uh, whereas now it seems to be much more of an issue where they're like, all right, we disagree, but it's not, it's not worth dividing over, which is helpful. Uh, though I'm sure there's still some people out there that are like, if you ain't whatever, then I am not going to be your friend. Um, but luckily it seems to be at least what I've seen online, uh, mm -hmm. that, that might come down to though. And this is just a hunch because nobody knows about the, like, Nobody studied them, so now we don't know what we're even fighting about anymore. So, so nobody, because nobody knows what the other one believes. Yeah, I, um, I, <laughs> it's, I know at least in my context where I live, and I know it's it can't be really different where you're at, but th this is still a major enough issue. Um, it's not talked about, right? Like the differences between. Uh, Calvinism and Arminianism are talked about. Um, That's true, yeah. But there are uh, pieces to this eschatology puzzle that um, it, you tend to think if uh, you don't believe what, <laughs> right, is kind of the reaction. We actually have uh, people who have um, left churches, not at mine that I know of, but people who have left or um, because the pastor doesn't share the same view and it's that important, right, to them. Um, we have, and, and I know the pastor and he's not like up preaching that view <laughs> every day. Uh, it yeah. certainly, I'm sure, um, ha plays a role in, in his preaching, but um, but it, he's not preaching a series on why this is right kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't um, remember the last eschatological series I, I heard. Right, and, and I, mean, I don't Maybe wanna. youth group, right? <laughs> I, and I, honestly, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I struggle with the subject a little bit because of the, the lack of open-mindedness of people some, um, because if, if you if you're listening to this podcast or watching the YouTube video or whatever, and you um, and you don't um, really have a view or you haven't thought about it, then you're probably going to get more out of this than anybody else. Honestly, um, if if you're already so set on some view, and um, this is probably just going to trigger you more than anything else. But um, this series will be an elementary, and by elementary, I mean kindergarten level uh, uh, introduction into the topic that you can then go through, as Rob said, and talk uh, and watch uh, videos by um, much more educated people <laughs> on this subject. Yeah. So what are, the, uh, what are the commonalities then that we have between uh, yeah. what, three or four? It depends there that premillennialism kind of splits there. But what are the commonalities that we have between these three then that we can kind of use as a, a jumping board if you would yeah so um so there there is there are a few things that we should all definitely keep in mind right first of all 
Um, as I, I said this to you before we started recording, but I, I was very much, um, before I started looking into this, I was a guy that, um, it was intentionally my answer to, to basically say, um, so I believe Jesus is coming back. We're all looking forward to that. Look forward to it with me. Now get out of my face. Right. Like, yep. Because <laughs> that's my and, response. <laughs> but, but there, there is truth to that statement. Right. And, and um, actually without the, you know, get out of my face saying it that way certainly isn't good, but, um, but the reality that there will be a real resurrect or a, a real resurrection, a real uh, coming of Christ. Every one of the views that we're going to look at this month believes that wholeheartedly everybody agrees on that and that is in fact the most important piece <laughs> right of the entire puzzle and um and in the same way that uh we we look at genesis and we can argue about uh 24-hour days or long periods of time days or whatever um but the point of the beginning is that God created it and in the image of God and the, the stuff, right? That there, it's not so much the how, even though that's important, it's the why and the what, right? And so revelation, eschatology, Thessalonians, all of that discourse, all the, all the scriptures um, for eschatology are um, similarly important but they all point all of us to Jesus is coming back. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we all should look forward to. I think that that really is the biggest commonality mm -hmm. that, um, that, that that is bigger than our, divi our divisions on the yeah. subject. It, it seems like, and I mean, again, you're more uh, knowledgeable of this than I am, but it seems like that, it, there's a lot of agreed upon points as far as the resurrection, um, judgment, uh, what, you know, there's tribulation, what that's going to look like. It's the details in all of that, that is the, is the differentiating parts because of the scripture not being incredibly clear on it or it can, you know, um, so we all go, yeah, those are things, but I believe this one, it's going to happen this way. And somebody else goes, well, I believe it's going to happen this way, which is, I think why, we can all agree while disagreeing on wherever you land or just trying to figure it out because there are commonalities that we all say, yes, there's going to be a resurrection. Yes. There's, you know, there's going to be a judgment. Um, yes. Jesus is coming back. Um, it's just all of the details of when that happens or what that looks like happening or um, that seems to be kind of the, the I don't know yeah. how to word it here. The difference. Yeah. Timing. In, in, yeah, timing yeah. Yeah. Timing is is the big is the big difference. There there are a lot of things that um, all of these have. The you know we could talk about the beast or yeah. um, the antichrist stuff or the tribulation, like you said, um, the rapture. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. The premillennialism holds this secret rapture idea, but every one of the millennial views holds that there will be a rapture in that Christ comes and the church is raptured to her King sort of a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so there, there are a lot of commonalities. It really comes down to the timing 
of the stuff and how, how you read and take scripture when it comes to that. Um, big, uh, the big arguments come in honestly between dispensationalism and non dispensationalism. Um, that's really where the fighting happens, um, mm-hmm. mostly, but, um, but the commonalities are actually a, a, a lot. There are a lot of, of common things. Um, I, I think the one thing that uh, Christ is going to come back for his church to, to reign um, uh, physically and with us, uh, that, that is um, something that we, again, we all look forward to. It, it outweighs all of the other stuff that may be uh, disagreements, big or small. It's just that this is something that every church member of the invisible uh, church in the world can uh, stand in the same room together and yeah, raise yeah. their hands up to God. And, you know, regardless of the other stuff when it comes to eschatology, um, I heard a lot of, um, I've heard a few times before, uh, very educated people give their view and why and the details of it and stuff. And then they'll say something like, but I'm completely open to my, to Jesus changing my theology in the air. and and i think that's an important uh posture to have when when this happens i'm going oh i was wrong about that (laughs) (laughs) i think um another another thing that everyone agrees on is uh or should (laughs) is that uh we don't know the timing right and and uh, while i think that's true that everyone would say that sometimes we don't act like that but um, but even, even the people who, uh, are looking around at our circumstances now in the world and going, Oh my goodness, he's coming back now. Right. Um, even that group of folks, um, would also acknowledge that, well, every generation literally since Christ has thought that because yeah. of some things going on in culture. And just carefully <laughs> to put in here, if they don't yeah. say that, if they don't go, I could be wrong here. <laughs> And you might want to run. Um, yeah, my, they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. My 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 brief study of like uh, the burned over district and this, you know, the Great Awakenings and this stuff. The people that were mm-hmm. hard on it about no, this is definitely it. Those were the crazy people. So um, you know, if they don't leave some room for you know, I mean, if I, I forget the name of it, but there was like this one guy that three times he was like, no, this is definitely the hard and fast date, and then he kept changing it. So <laughs> yeah. obviously. Um, you, you need to look out for that though. Again, luckily I think because there are so many commonalities now, as far as the understanding that, Hey, we, you know, we don't know. Um, there doesn't seem to be that, like that hard stance of, uh, at least uh, I, I don't know, maybe I just don't talk to enough people about it, but there does seem to be enough commonality where if somebody were to stand up and be like, no, it's tomorrow. We'd all be like, you're crazy. Um, so that I, I could be totally wrong about it. Again, I could go back to the fact that we just don't talk about this enough in the church. And because of that, we're just not educated. So we're just like, ah, mm-hmm. I think out of all the subjects think- that we're going to cover <laughs> ever on this podcast, eschatology is kind of like the, eh, what? I think, well, I, I think it's a, it's a circular thing. Um, we don't talk about this um, in the church world. Okay. I say we, the churches that we're part of right now and, mm-hmm. and, many 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 mainstream church like the the biggest group of churches uh, don't talk about this on a regular regular basis um and it's 
uh, and that, like you said, I was going to go somewhere else, but that, that, like you said is, um, no, no, um, is, uh, I think a, uh, one of the reasons that we're really uneducated about it while at the same time, we're really uneducated about it. And so we don't talk about it in churches yeah. <laughs> either. So it's like this circular thing that happens. No, it, 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 <clears throat> um, I think that uh, too, there, there seems to be either an all or nothing that you see. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, you either never hear anything about it from the pulpit or Sunday school or whatever else. Like it's just not something the church talks mm-hmm. about. Or it's the only stinking thing you ever hear about, right? Like we're yeah. going through this Bible study on Revelations. We've been doing it for 14 years. We're almost to the chapter 15. Like, like, bro, stop, right? Like, it's uh, it's either an all or nothing. Like, you very rarely um, no, that's just have that's a church good. that yeah. that is is like right in the middle where we should be, uh, you know, yeah. uh, with with this kind of thing. So. Um, that is an excellent point. We get like that a lot uh, about everything in the church, uh, theology, doctrine, um, second, m- mainly secondary issues. We're just like, no, this is <laughs> you can't be here. <laughs> right. We, we do a yeah. five week series on why you shouldn't you shouldn't believe that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Another commonality that I think we have. Um, is that we forget what we're going to say. Um, <laughs> I feel like I distracted you. And yeah, now you no, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Um, uh, I'll, just, I'll just go here. So uh, everybody also agrees with um, the end, the absolute yeah. end, like the final results, right? The judgment, the uh, Christ is going to – oh, I know what I was going to say before. Um, so the judgment thing though, everybody agrees with that. That's a common thing, right? Like, um, there's, there are no, uh, major millennial views that (laughs) anyone holds that is going to say, so Jesus is not going to judge, um, because it's, uh, that's one of the very plain and clear things that happen. Mm -hmm. Again, it all just boils down to a timing thing. Um, and, uh, the already not yet kind of thing when it comes to the kingdom. Okay. So all of the views that we're going to talk about are based on the word millennium. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And it comes down to that uh, revelation chapter 20 thousand year reign of Christ thing. Um, Out of everything you sent me, that was one of the main differences I saw where the, is Christ ruling now? Is he reigning now? Does that happen later? What does that look like? Um, I was a bit educated, so thank you. <laughs> well, those, those are, that is the, that's where most of it lies. Yeah. You know, like tribulation, beast, antichrist, rapture stuff, all, all of the other stuff, um, is definitely part of the equation. Right. But, uh, the big differences are the millennial reign of Christ. Like when, um, and how that happens and stuff. But um, however, all of the views do have at least some sort of the kingdom of God is already here, but not yet realized. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just 
is is really biblical study and common sense <laughs> right like very obviously people are still dying right um i think people still cry sometimes and there still might be some sickness um and you know i mean like so the the it's obviously right we're not at the end yeah. right um so there is definitely a not yet attached to the kingdom of god even if you're um post-millennial and and it's um and you believe that the the rule and reign of christ like the kingdom is has been consummated like he is the king right now and and whatever so um even they would say that you know there's certainly a, a not yet sort of thing still has, um, yeah still to come so all right so next week we will be looking specifically into premillennialism um, which let me see my notes here is the most familiar and well-known today. <laughs> then, I mean, I, I think it, at least in America, not, yeah, not true, worldwide, yeah. but in America it is. Yeah. And part of that is what we grew up with, uh, which is yeah. specifically the dispensationalism. Premillennialism. Mm-hmm. So, yep. all right. So that will be next week. So here's the important thing to take away from this episode. If you're still listening, uh, one, uh, there's a lot of commonalities that being, that Jesus is definitely coming back, that there is definitely a resurrection, there is definitely judgment, um, and that we're not there yet. We're not to the end yet. Would that be the summation of probably? Um, yeah, yeah. And this isn't so important. You need to fight and call each other unbelievers. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, so that's my way of saying, don't be mad at me um, the rest of the month. <laughs> okay. okay? Well, All right. we'll talk to you guys next week.